ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Oh boy, do we have a show for you today. Welcome in. It's The Drive. Paul Swan, your host for this Friday, February 11th. Our text line is open this hour, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. I'll get your phone calls in, but let's do those during the commercial breaks today. Help me out. I'm a little solo today on the show, so help me out with those. If we're going to do the phone lines, I'll, I'll try to get those during the commercial breaks. But the text line is open, and it is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you can text your thoughts as well. As I said, we got a show today. I thought I'd come in here today and just talk about last night's Marshall loss, how disappointing it was, how Dan D'Antoni was pretty frustrated. I had never heard him at that level of frustration before his on-air interview with the radio network. Then he came and talked to us, and he was pretty frustrated. And I thought we'd get into that, and we still can. And we talked to Tavion Kenzie last night. He was really frustrated as well. I felt bad asking him questions, but I had to. And he felt bad for being in there. He didn't want to, but he showed up. So, you know, everybody came in last night in a really awkward situation. It just felt really weird. And that's what I thought we'd talk about today. And then Conference USA, Marshall, the Sun Belt, all of that happened today. So we got the... We got the official word. The official word came out around 3. And Marshall University released a statement. And the statement reads, Marshall University has communicated to Conference USA that it will cease participation in the conference effective June 30th, 2022. The Thundering Herd will not participate in Conference USA during the 2022-23 season. This decision comes after consideration of the best interest of Marshall's student-athletes and its loyal fans. Marshall first advised the conference in early December 2021 of its desire to not participate in the conference after this current academic year. Since then, the university continued to communicate its intentions to Conference USA and has offered to find an amicable resolution to this matter. The conference refuses to discuss a resolution with the university. Our student athletes, coaches, staff, fan base, and the remaining members of Conference USA are deserving of clarity in this matter, thus the need for today's message. We are grateful for our 17 years of Conference USA membership, an era that will always be an important part of Thundering Herd history. Now it's time to turn the page to Marshall's future, and that's the statement that was released. Southern Miss and Old Dominion releasing similar statements, all indicating that membership in Conference USA, or at least its memberships, are going to be terminated. Marshall is terminating its membership, Old Dominion, Southern Miss doing the same. So, in a sense, I think James Madison triggered a lot of this. So, Sunbelt's going to have its full league. Its new configured league is going to take place. What's Conference USA going to do? We kind of have an idea. And, of course, a lot of this sounds like legal positioning to me. If Marshall tried to negotiate with Conference USA 
to come up with a resolution, come up with a way to say, we don't want to be here anymore. We understand that we have a contract, but we don't want to be here anymore. We want to help make it right. Staying in the conference is not going to happen, but we're here to do other things, to work with the league, to work with the members of Conference USA that remain so we can all split, go our separate ways now, and we'll do it, and everybody will be happy. We get something. We get to leave early. We get something we desire as an institution. The league gets some sort of a lot of cash, probably cash, honestly, cash. Maybe some scheduling help. Maybe the three that are leaving Conference USA agree to some scheduling non-conference to help out. Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, maybe a scheduling arrangement could be made. A few of the other institutions. Look, going to be competing in conference in the Sun Belt, but sure, we can help out, fill some holes where we can plug in the gaps as best as possible, make everything work. Everybody gets something out of this deal. Everybody leaves the table with something to make it happy. And I think that's what is happening here. I think this is legal wrangling a little bit. But at the same time, Marshall is just communicating now. We're not going to be a member of Conference USA. We're not. The university is not participating anymore in Conference USA after this season. So I'm interested to see how this plays out the rest of the way and the remaining conference sports and the remaining schedules, how this plays out. Will there be some animosity? Will there be some retribution? Will there be some penalties? Will Conference USA just come out and be jerks and say, look, all right, that's fine. You all can leave, but you're not eligible for championships in the remaining schedule. Marshall can't can't compete for a conference basketball championship. Softball can't compete for a softball championship. Tennis can't compete. I mean, will something like that happen? I'm kind of curious to see what happens here. Is this just going to be a, all right, we'll figure out what the penalty here is and everybody's going to get back to the table and just – What's the dollar amount? We'll make that happen. Or is this going to be something that's going to be nasty? Because it feels like these three universities would not have pulled the trigger if it didn't feel it had good ground to stand on. That's at least my early impression of this. Unfortunately, unable to uh, get with Marshall Athletic Director, Interim Athletic Director Jeff O'Malley today, Uh, Not available today, so hopefully in the future he's available. He can explain this a little bit more, put some clarity to some things we might have questions for. I understand why he wouldn't be available today if there is some legal dealing still to be had here. I understand completely, but he was was asked. He's unavailable today, so no chance of, of doing that, but... We'll break this down. What's the Sun Belt going to look like? What does Conference USA look like? We're going to get into all of that. I want to get your phone calls and texts in. And again, the text line, probably the best way today, 
It's 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. I'm running solo today, so if I don't answer on the first ring, give me a minute. Again, I'm producing solo today, so I just want to go ahead and say that now. Usually we wouldn't say anything like that, but you know, if you try to get your phone call in and I don't get to it, I'm not ignoring you. I will get to it as best I can, but the text line is going to be a, a better way for you to talk to me today. So we'll do all of that, and we'll talk about what this conference is going to look like now. What will the divisions look like? What's going to happen with Conference USA? How do you feel about this? Are you ready? Are you good with this? Let's leave Conference USA and go to the Sun Belt? Or did you want to go one more year in Conference USA? Maybe the way football was looking to be loaded. Maybe the way that you thought, end this on a championship. Maybe Marshall has one last chance to end it on a run. Go beat everybody in football. Sort of like the the old days when Marshall was playing in one double A. That final season, that final year where Marshall, except for Appalachian State, they did put up a hell of a fight. Marshall beat them. But that final year, running through everyone, sort of a, a final farewell tour. We're going to beat you, we're going to beat you badly, and then we're going to leave. Sort of like that. Did you want to see something similar to that with football, the way Marshall's football team might be stacked this year, might be loaded? I know some questions there, but you were kind of optimistic that maybe Marshall would do that to Conference USA, just one final wreck it before you leave it tour. Or are you happy with this? Just get out of Conference USA and start fresh in the Sun Belt. All of that and more, our text line again, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone line this hour, we're going to do that sparingly, but I will take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. It's brought to you by White Claw. White Claw, hard seltzer is made pure. We're rolling solo today here in the producer's booth, so it's a little more difficult for me to get to your phone calls. So I do want to suggest an alternate for you. The text line is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We got the news earlier today that Marshall University, along with Old Dominion and Southern Miss, will be departing Conference USA earlier than expected. The university issued a statement that it will cease participation in the conference effective June 30th, 2022. So that means that Marshall is going to be in the Sun Belt Conference. And again, as I mentioned, give me a few minutes on your phone call, so we'll try to get those during the break. And if you are able to text, it's 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. So once this news broke out, there's a lot of theorizing what's going on here. What does this mean for Conference USA? What does this mean for the Sun Belt? Well, the Sun Belt, according to Brett McMurphy and other reports, breaking up in two divisions, and we think we know what those divisions are. Now, the West is going to look like this. Arkansas State, Louisiana, 
ULM, South Alabama, Texas State, Southern Miss, and Troy. So that's what the West is going to look like. What does the East look like? Well, it's going to feature Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, James Madison, Marshall, and Old Dominion. And wow, that's that's a pretty good football lineup right there. Here's why I like this lineup. And it doesn't matter if you have a historical rivalry or not with some of these schools or history. I throw all that out right now. It's part of the reason why I like some of it, but I'm throwing that out. Because Appalachian State has proven itself to be one of the better G5 schools, mid-major schools, whatever terminology you want to use. But I think over time, Herd fans that didn't grow up with Appalachian State and Georgia Southern, and to some degree James Madison as well, are going to find that those are going to be fun, energetic, passionate rivalries. You saw what Marshall and Appalachian State has looked like the last couple of of go-arounds, right? You get that every year. And when you go to Boone, it's an exciting place to watch a football game. It might not be easy to get to Boone. That's fine. I, I, I respect that. I hear that. But Marshall and Appalachian State, oh, that's going to be fun any time of the year. And then you got Coastal Carolina, up-and-comer, good trip, right? I mean, come on. That's going to be a fun trip for you. Plain and simple. It's going to be a good football game. They're they're one of the teams that will be a consistent contender every year for that East Division. Georgia Southern, I just love to see Marshall play Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern came into the Southern Conference – full of swagger. This is a program that has won championships in its past, came into the the conference when Marshall was a member of the Southern Conference, and Marshall and Georgia Southern just hit it off famously. Yeah, I, I like playing Georgia Southern. I like going after them. So these are things that I enjoy. Georgia State, that's going to be new to me. Georgia State, Marshall, I'm going to learn to love that. I'm going to learn to love that. Marshall, Old Dominion, that's going to be great because you'll get to continue that relationship, not just in football, but basketball as well. And you have Marshall and James Madison. I think that's going to be a fun rivalry. And I like the geography. You can talk about maybe other conferences are better and you got to travel all over the country, and that's fine. That's great. I like this geography a lot better. It makes more sense. It just makes more sense. These are games that you can get to. These are games that you can attend on a more regular basis. Those fans can come to Huntington. You can go there. And the occasional West Division game, it's not going to really be that traumatic. You always have to travel, but it's not going to be that traumatic. And so I like this configuration. And I'm interested what the what the schedule looks like because it appears that the schedule was going to come out here soon for Marshall and for the rest of the Conference USA schools. Now that's going to change. That is absolutely going to change because now it's going to look like this. 11 teams. And again, I'm I'm sourcing Brett McMurphy first on this. This is usually where I see everything first, you know, on some of these uh items that come out. He seems to have sources everywhere. 
So Conference USA, it looks like you're going to have an 11-team league without divisions. So the schedule was planned to be released on Monday. And that was before this news came out today. So maybe it'll still come out. Maybe they're going to be struggling to put it together here over the weekend, try to come up with something. But now you have a league that's going to feature Charlotte, FAU, FIU, Louisiana Tech, Middle, North Texas, Rice, UAB, UTSA, UTEP, and Western Kentucky. So no divisions there. Just sort of going to be like the Big 12. Just play everybody where you can. So Charlotte's got to go out to UTEP, maybe. UTEP's got to travel to FIU. Texter writes, am I mistaken that when Memphis and that group left the USA, there was a $5 million buyout, which is stupid to agree to initially because what if we want to leave? Now here we are. Well, you're trying to guarantee that other schools don't break apart because you don't know what your situation is going to be. So you, you agree to these things. It's like, okay, you go, you break this thing up, we're, we're going to stab you back. You got to agree to these things. You want to be in the conference, you got to agree to these things. These are some of the terms that are part of membership. You just can't walk in and say, hey, we're going to play in Conference USA and you better like it. And we're going to leave anytime we want to and we don't have to pay a dime. You, know, you can't do things like that. You're trying to build a strong unit and you're trying to deter other teams from leaving. So that's basically what that is. It's a deterrent, it's a penalty because. You can stay and go out the slow way, finish out your term, or you can do what some of these schools are doing, now including Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss, leaving early, and there's going to be a penalty involved. It's fair. On this, I think it's fair. However, if Conference USA wouldn't sit down to discuss how to resolve this, Marshall's made its intention known, leaving for the Sun Belt, willing to sit down at the table to work out the details of leaving early. Marshall has intended to leave early or at least notify Conference USA of its intention since early December, leaving early. Let's work out the details. And the three schools are saying, no, Conference didn't want to work with us. We wanted to work with the conference. We wanted to work out a resolution that made everyone happy, or at least it was fair. Conference, according to these releases, did not want to discuss the resolution. So here we are. Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss are forcing these these issues. Conference USA has got uh, got to scramble now. So we'll see what their response is going to be. And, of course, I'm going to open the text line up back for you now. It's 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Friday 
February 11th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Text line is back open, 304-523-2275. That is 304-523-2275. Twitter is always available for you as well, at Paul Swan. Here's what some of the folks who have been uh, at me all afternoon saying. One tweeter wrote me and said, actually saying, this song stuck in my head now. And the walls come tumbling down. And the walls come tumbling, rumbling down. See, it's stuck in my head now. That song is stuck in my head. So, yes, the walls are, are coming down here. Another tweet at me. Plenty of L's for Old Dominion in the East. Uh, which sport are we talking now? Football? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Basketball? I don't know how many L's we're issuing to anyone right now. This is going to be a tough East Division. Could Marshall run through this East Division? Could Old Dominion run through this thing? Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina might have something to say about that. James Madison might have something to say about that as well. Also, more from Twitter. I am happy that we left CUSA Conference. Are you happy? Are you happy that Marshall's leaving a year early? Again, I posed that question to you. Would it have been more fun to see Marshall, and we're, we're respectively talking about football, mostly. Would it have been more fun to see Marshall just roll through football? And, of course, I'm presuming that Marshall would roll through football in Conference USA in the upcoming season. I'm just presuming that right now, that it would be Marshall running the East, winning the East, winning a Conference USA title, and leaving with the trophy, saying, see ya, we're out of here, peace out. That's what I was envisioning if Marshall stayed. Or are you happy just Marshall just out of this thing? When Marshall got into Conference USA, it was a completely different league. How long have you been wanting Marshall to get out of Conference USA? Think about that for a second and let me know. How long of a desire have you had to see Marshall just leave Conference USA, go somewhere else, go to a league, which right now I like I like the makeup of this league. Now, once Marshall gets into this league and we find out more and we learn about these new league mates, I mean, there might be some trips you like better. There might be some trips you don't like as well, and that's fine. That's with every every conference member. Conference USA, it doesn't matter, wherever you're at. Yeah, some of you might say, hey, look, I don't like going to Boone. Okay, that's cool. I get that. Some of you might say, really, do we need to go to Troy? Yeah, you got to go to Troy sometimes. But – a division with Appalachian State and Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern, Georgia State, James Madison, Old Dominion, all of that. Plus, you have crossover games, I'm sure. I think this is going to be a much better situation now for Marshall to just go ahead, not play out the string, Get out of Conference USA, and maybe with this happening, maybe some of the other members start to bolt as well. Maybe Conference USA starts to tumble a little sooner. I just don't think Conference USA was well prepared for this. You remember the league released a statement intended its members to honor its contracts. You remember that statement that came out? 
And I thought, well, that obviously is positioning because of the fact that you have members that were rumored to be leaving. And, of course, we knew which members. And a lot of that was, again, because of, of James Madison wanting to get out of its situation. Now, Conference USA has not issued anything as of right now. There's not been a statement released from Conference USA at last check. If something does come in before we go off the air, I'll have it for you. But, you know, there hasn't been anything that has come from Conference USA to comment on today's news. So we'll get something eventually from them. Of course, this is Friday. When you dump info, you always dump it on a Friday. It's just a well-known tactic. Dump your info on Friday. You know, I'm sure the league right now may be taken off guard a little bit because the league's got to scramble now what its recourse will be. Will the league try to play dirty and keep these schools in for one more year? Will the three institutions involved, whatever happens, we're not coming back, we're not playing, we're not going to participate. Whatever the penalty is, we'll negotiate it, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take the penalty, but we're not going to be back. And, of course, I'm interested to see how soon we see that Conference USA schedule come out now. Is it going to be, you know, have to be refigured a lot? How drastic did the league, if, if I was in charge of the league, if I was Judy McLeod, I'd had two plans. If she didn't, that's poor planning on her part. But if I had this situation in front of me, I'd have two plans. One, everybody's going to play nice. They're not leaving. We're going to play out the string here. Everybody, it's 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 la-la land here. We're going to play out the string. Here's the schedule with Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss included. Here it is. Oh, okay. The thing that I thought would happen, they're not going to uh, stick around. All right, here's the schedule without those three. I would have had two versions of this already. I would not have to scramble too much. And I would have told the other membership, look, if this is what happens, here's the schedule we're going with. If this is what we want to happen, happens, if we want this, everybody stays put one more year. We, we got this. Okay, this is, this is our schedule. Instead, that didn't happen. I don't think so. Anyway, we'll find out. As soon as that schedule is released, we'll, we'll see a little bit better. Maybe Conference USA does have a, a plan B. I just don't know what it is, and I haven't seen any indication of what it might be just yet. All right, we'll get your uh, phone calls in. We'll do that, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line, 304-523-2275. Where do you stand on this? Are you happy the herd's finally out, or did you want to stick around one more year? What are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to the most now that Marshall is – making its intention known, not going to participate in Conference USA. How do you think that Conference USA is going to play out for Marshall the rest of the way? I know the officials are always against the herd, right? We can all agree to that. The herd always has to deal with the officials. The officials are always against the herd when they're Conference USA officials, right? I mean... Do two bad calls become three? Do three bad calls become six? I'm just throwing that out there. That's conspiracy theory. If you want to run with it, I'll take it. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. If you're just joining us, news today, Marshall University, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss all announcing the ceasing of participation in Conference USA. This will be effective June 30th, 2022. So the news that we all anticipated coming came today. Marshall will no longer participate in Conference USA, and that is going to be effective after the end of this current academic year. So what happens next? What will Conference USA do? We haven't heard yet from Conference USA, and I'm sure that the league is formulating its response. I can't believe the league honestly felt that, and if this is true, and I don't have a reason not to believe it, that if Marshall, among with the other institutions, indicated the desire, as the statement read, not to participate in conference after this current academic year, that the conference would not have a response just in case that these universities went through with what, honestly, the writing was on the wall, that these three schools would not participate in Conference USA. When James Madison is joining a year early, getting into the league, we saw how hard they pushed as a, a group, as an institution. We saw that the Sun Belt, I think, played it, it smartly. It played it smartly. Ready to go in 2023. Anticipate them coming in no later than 2023. However, with the addition of James Madison, I think the writing was on the wall. So what's next for Conference USA? That's what we're anticipating. That's what I'm waiting to hear as well. And, of course, this was not what I planned on doing today. Basketball last night, Cam Henderson Center, not a good outcome for Dan D'Antoni. It was a one-point loss, and usually a one-point loss – you're thinking to yourself, okay, that's, that's a tough loss. You hate it. You can do some things better. But then we're talking about Marshall here that has suffered loss after loss. The only bright spot was a recent matchup against UAB, and that's when Tavion Kenzie couldn't play. And I don't know where we go from here as far as this program is concerned. I don't know where we go from here. How does the rest of the season play out? How many more speeches can you give? How many more ways can you you talk to the players? If you think that it's the players, and yesterday you heard a lot in those post-game comments, not having heart, making mistakes, losing streak is tough, and you thought to yourself, okay, Marshall figured it out against UAB. How come Marshall can't figure it out the rest of the way? And what hurts, I think, more than anything is this is the first time that FIU was able to get a series sweep against Marshall. This is the first time that FIU won in Huntington. Marshall had only lost one time at FIU prior to this season. Now Marshall not only lost again at FIU the second time, and it's going to happen as series progress, so not a shocker there. But Marshall was pretty strong against FIU. Of all teams, you could almost count 
on FIU historically to be a victory the way the series went. And then FIU has never beaten Marshall in Huntington. Never. And this isn't the longest-running series, but still there were enough games where maybe FIU could have managed one. 14th all-time meeting here. Smaller sampling size. Not like this has been going on for 20, 30, 40 years. This isn't one of those series. But still, Marshall had recently and historically had success against FIU. So you circle this one. You think, okay, this is a program that Marshall has had good success against. Should be able to beat. Should. But it didn't happen. And you look at what Marshall didn't do. And then the second half, there were some better things that happened. Second half, Marshall shot 53%, 17-32. Shot 6-14 from the three-point line, 43%. And you look at those numbers and you think, okay, that's that's not terrible. 2-4 from the free-throw line. That's something, and then looking at it again, I've had a few hours since, just kind of think about it after last night. Marshall shot 9 of 28 from the three-point line. Now, that second half was a lot better, but still, 9 of 28 is not going to get it done. 27 of 60 total. Free throw line, not many opportunities. 8 for 11. Yeah, 8 of 11 attempts. FIU, 16 of 20. FIU had 9 fouls. Marshall committed 19 fouls. And the other number to look at that really killed their herd was points off turnovers. Both teams gave up 20 turnovers. Marshall gave up 25 points off turnovers. So as a result of those 20 turnovers, FIU was able to get 25 out of it. Marshall could only manage 14 points off its turnovers that it got from FIU. So that's a disparity there. Points in the pain, FIU was a lot better, 36-32. And again, we can nitpick all of this, and this is a one-point loss. And normally, if this wasn't part of a bigger losing streak, you'd look at this and you could say, okay, Marshall just didn't have a good night in some areas. Got to control the fouls. Can't give up easy buckets. Fouls were huge. 19 fouls for Marshall, and that's 16 of 20 from the free throw line. And you could only get 11 shots at it. So I don't know how to fix this. Crowds are shrinking a little bit, 3,779. And again, you know, the Saturday crowds are always better than the Thursday crowd. So again, that's trending. It's not drastic. 3,779. If this was a Saturday game, it would have been in the 4,000 range. I, I, again, you know, that's just how it's trending. Marshall has a few more opportunities, and then the conference tournament. And do you honestly think that Marshall's got a run in it? Does Marshall have what it takes to all of a sudden turn it around and you're going to have to do this on a dime now. This can't be a gradual turnaround. This is going to be turned around on a dime if it happens. And make a run? I don't know if the herd's got it in it. I don't know. Or is this going to be the big wake-up moment, the way that Dan 
was frustrated, and you knew he was frustrated yesterday, and, and the way Tavion Kenzie just poured it out there, you know, is this the moment now where we find out who wants to play and who doesn't, who has pride and who doesn't? And now, ultimately, at the end of the day, let me temper all of this. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if they win them all or they lose them all, there's nothing here that makes me want to get sick and aggravated to the point with this team. It just, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Now, for Dan, the frustration is real because he feels like he's trying to coach these young men and it's not getting through. And the players are frustrated because they're going out there and it's just not working, whatever the reason. And Tavion's frustrated because he felt like some of the players or there's no heart out there. Why are you out there? I think we could all agree that if Marshall was playing with everything it could muster and throw at the other team, making shots, doing everything it needed to do, and still losing, we'd be okay with this. You're never okay with losing. But at the end of the day, I think there are a lot of things that are going on you just can't understand, you can't put your finger on. And I'd rather see a team go out there and lose every game but play with everything it had. I could, I could accept that. I could live with that. Now, if you got to the point where you feel like we're just not, why are we doing this? It's not working, and it's partly because we're not, we're not fully invested here. And that happens because, well, look how many they've lost. So, I'm, for, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know how to fix this. I'm not a coach, but I don't know how to fix this. Shoot better. Go inside. Shoot less from three. Shoot more inside. Make better passes. Look for the uh, look for the inside shot. I don't know. I can throw all these cliches at you. Rebound better. Focus. Block out. See. I got all the solutions. No, it doesn't work that way. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't think Dan Tony knows what to tell me. I didn't know what to ask him yesterday. He didn't know what to, to tell me yesterday. If he knew, he'd do it. I think that's the impression I'm getting from him. If he knew, he'd do it. Because he's at a loss right now. And the one thing that is consistent, though, with him is he's right back at it, trying to figure it out. And he hasn't given up. I don't think he's given up. He can say he hasn't given up, but I don't think he's given up. I don't believe that he's just throwing the towel in going, all right, I'm, I'll, just, I'll fix this next year. Let's just roll this thing out here and, and wrap it up. No, he actually believes that there's a run that's going to happen, that this team can make a run. And so We'll see what happens. They're going to take on UTEP. It's going to be Super Bowl Sunday. Now, of course, Conference USA, one of the few conferences in America that will schedule a game the same day as the Super Bowl. And that's beside the point. All right, I'll be here with you on Sunday, and then I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl like the rest of you and listening to it right here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Program note, Marshall Game Sunday Radio will be on 93.7 The Dog Only. Radio for Marshall, 93.7 The Dog Super Bowl. 
ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Back on Monday, I'll be doing the victory dance at the Union Pub and Grill when the Bengals beat the Rams. At least that's my hope. Let's have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.